May 27th, this day in history, 1939, a ship carrying 932 Jewish refugees fleeing from Nazi Germany is turned away in Cuba. And eventually they're turned away in Cuba, the United States, and Canada. And they were forced to sail back to Europe where they eventually some went to, to Great Britain and some went to France just a few months before Germany implemented the final solution. 1887, Chinese gold miners are slaughtered in the Hell's Canyon Massacre. May 27th, 1887, in Lewiston, Washington Territory, which is now Idaho. Slaughter of Chinese gold miners by a gang of white horse thieves was one of many hate crimes portrayed against Asian immigrants in the American West. 1941, Remember when I told you about the German battleship Bismarck sunk a Navy ship? Well, on May 27, 1941, the British sink the German battleship Bismarck. And that was this day in history, May 27. And I am Sergio, and this is The Logical Report. Good afternoon. It's May 27th. 2022 and we are still we are still flying the flag half mass for those children those poor children whose lives were snuffed out in texas and i just want to say that my heart and my thoughts go out to the to those families now i want to say this now, now there are some people who who say the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Well, a good guy had a gun and he just stood there and let it happen. So it's not a solution. That's not a solution. And that happens constantly. Very seldom do you see situations like this. Now, I guarantee you I'm going to get a lot of a lot of emails and I'm going to get a people sending me uh these little YouTubes. Yeah, it happens sometimes. But most of the time, it does not happen. Didn't happen here, and it hasn't happened every time we've had a school shooting. It wasn't a good guy with a gun. I mean, the good guys just stood there. So we need gun control. We need gun control now. And I'm not some tree-hugging hippie who is against guns. I have guns. I have lots of guns. So... I don't have a problem with gun control. I don't have a problem with them telling me, hey, you need to start registering your guns. Okay, no problem. I don't have a problem with that. I will gladly do it. If it means children won't get shot up in schools, if taking this action puts an end to it, then I'll gladly do it. I don't know what kind of a person would have a problem with that. It just just floors me when I think about somebody who has a problem with doing something that doesn't harm them, doesn't infringe on their rights, and yet it gets people killed when you don't do it. I don't understand why somebody would have a problem doing something that could save children and not bother them. It's a win-win for everybody. Uh, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people have responded with this that you know, when you say, "Well, my my thoughts and prayers are out with or out call out to you well and then they say well you know that's nothing that's nothing doesn't mean anything 
thoughts and prayers, just an easy way to clear your conscience, blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm going to tell, I'm going to say, maybe there are some people out there who probably don't care, but they just say it as a, as to, you know, because they just say it because it sounds good. But people really do pray for these people. I do. And I know the people say, well, we don't want you to pray. We want you to do something. Well, the fact of the matter is, what can we do? There's nothing we can do. We, you know, as much as I would like to do something, something like this is probably the only thing I can do for them. Speak on their behalf. Try to do, try to uh, put some thought or some ideas out there that would change somebody's minds. And I know we're not going to change everybody's minds. I got to do, you know, but you got to do something. You got to change somebody's mind. And short of being there and having to like snatch the gun out of that police officer who wouldn't go in and try to do it yourself, that's, there's really not a lot anybody can do in this situation right now. I know people got ideas like gun control, gun control. Well, but you know what? Here's the problem. I am not in Congress and I don't get to vote. If it, if it came, if it, if they put that out, if they put that as a law, sometimes they do this. Do you, would you like to have this as a law? If, if the majority of the country agreed that this should be a law, sometimes that has been done. I've seen that. I've seen t- these types of things put into the, um, into the, the, the voting booth. Now, if they don't do that, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. I mean, if, the only thing that the common man can do is vote. That's it. If I were a senator, the only power I would have, other than my rhetoric, to try to convince my colleagues to vote in our favor, but the only real power that anybody, even in Congress, the only power they really have is to vote. That's it. Voting is our power here. It's our major power. It's the only thing that has real power it can override money. Right now, money is what's controlling everything. It's controlling the votes of the of the Republicans and some of the Democrats. But, you know, voting can overpower it. And that's how you make real change. So my my advice to everybody, get registered to voting. Get registered. Vote. Vote every time. Find out. Go to... Go to your your uh, election board of elections and say what what what's the schedule for voting and show up at every single one of these dates. And there's more than one date. It's not every four years. And my advice to you is to show up at every single one of them. You have the power to make the change. The problem is nobody does it, but you can. You don't have to watch this crap we see on TV where. This horrible things that we see every time. We don't have to endure that. We don't have to watch that. We don't have to sit back and, you know, have our lives torn up over this. We don't have to sit around and argue with our families about it. Just get in the voting booth and use your real power. And that is get in the voting booth and vote every time. This can be taken care of. This can be fixed. It's going to happen again. Yes, it probably will. Until we realize that our real power greater than any bit of money that any billionaire has is our power to vote 
until we all in unison start doing that, we'll continue to see things like this happen. But we can stop it. It can be done. It has been done. I mean, all we got to do is get fired up. All we got to do is get, I guarantee you, every woman is talking about voting in November because of the Roe v. Wade issue. And I guarantee you, if you have kids and you care about your children, you get out and vote. Now, as soon as you start talking about regulating or use some common sense gun control laws, gun control does not mean take your guns. I want to say that again. Gun control does not mean take your guns. We have things that we do control. We have control over things. We have automotive control. We have we have control over we we register our cars. We register our our insurance and license. But they're not taking our cars away from us. You know, you don't sit there and look at it and say, you know, first thing you do is they're they're trying to take our cars. They're first first they give us uh, a driver's license and then we're walking everywhere. No. You're not going to be walking everywhere. You're still driving your car. You register your car. You took a test to show that you're capable of handling a car. You and then, you know, you took a written test, you took a practical test. Your your health requirements, you know, you want to make sure that you're not, you know, you don't have mental issues that keep you from using a using a uh you driving a car when you can't handle it. You get it tagged and you get it titled. You do and then every few years you come back and renew. Now, I would even go as far as to say renew it for free. I don't care. If you want to renew, if you know, I know with cars, you have to go in and you have to pay a little bit and pay a little, you know, pay $20 to get your new license or whatever. And then, you know, when you get your tag, you got to pay $20 or $30 to get your tags. We do it every day and don't think anything of it. But here's the thing. I mean, so, and now I would be willing to even accept that we do this for free. Government gets, you know, gets a budget. They pay these people to come in and do this. Now, it would be great because, look, what's the criminal going to do? If he's got to come in and register his gun every time, what's going to happen when uh, he turns around and he's, oh, now you got to now you got to register the gun. Boom. You got him. You're talking about if guns, if guns are outlawed, only outlaws will have guns. Well, if they're outlaws and they have guns and they're and they're not registered, then they they get picked up. A warrant automatically goes. I mean, right now you automatically have to pay a fine if you don't pay if you don't if you don't take care of your car registrations, you're gonna pay for it. It's gonna cost you some money. Same thing with guns. Now, I will say this. I will say this. The only thing I have, the only problem I have with doing this with guns as as same as cars. If we were to do this with guns, you know, we could have a title and tag at each point of sale. So when you buy it, you get a tag or you get a title for it. Then you have the gun training, no problem. Written test, no problem. Practical test, no problem. Health requirements. I mean, Republicans are screaming about mental illness. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's mental illness. Well, there you go. Health requirements. That's mental illness is a is a health is a health issue. So you go in and show that you're mentally capable of handling a gun. And then you, you get renewals and inspections every year. Just wait, just like you do with your car. Very simple. They don't, 
you know, you did this with your car, you registered your car, they didn't take your car. You register your gun, they're not going to take your gun. Now, here's the one that I have problems with. The liability insurance on each gun. Now, actually, when I think about it, I, I, I really think this one right here needs to be not a private thing. It needs to be a public thing, a governmental insurance, because you let this become a private insurance issue. They'll, 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 they'll take advantage of you. And they'll, they'll, they'll see the problem with the insurance part is you're having to pay money all, all the time, all the time, pay money, pay money for insurance. Well, if you do that, what if you're poor, you can't defend yourself because you're poor. That's the whole point of having guns in the first place. More poor people have guns than rich people. You know why? Because they usually live in areas where they have to defend themselves from criminals because that's the poor section of town. Now, so I'm not a big fan about liability insurance because, I mean, if you shoot somebody and kill somebody, you're going to jail. What's to sue? You're going to jail. Although there's another thing to think about. If some parent does not take seriously the issue with their guns, they don't lock them up like they're supposed to, and they get sued, ho-ho, you'll start seeing parents, we need to be careful about this. If we leave this unlocked and one of our kids gets out and shoots somebody, we're going to get sued. Okay, we're locking the gun up. But then again, how is locking the gun up going to be safe? You know, you're going to tell the, the guy who's robbing your house, hold on just a minute, I got to go unlock my gun. No, you're not going to do that. You can't do that. It's not practical. It's not realistic. So that I'm speaking in terms of home defense. So, so there's the flip side for insurance. But the thing is, if an insurance is something that we can't afford to do, that falls under something such a, uh, which would be considered economic discrimination because poor people would be discriminated against because they can't afford the insurance and they have a right this would violate their rights. If poor people suddenly can't afford to have a gun because they don't have enough money to afford it, then it violates the Second Amendment for them. It violates their constitutional right. You did something to make their constitutional right unattainable, and that's not right. And that's not fair. And it's unconstitutional. And here is another slippery slope we might have forgotten. Think about this. Get ready. Brace yourself. It is against the law to drive your car on a highway or a road or a freeway. It is against the law. Did you know that? It is against the law to drive. Now, there's some of you out there going, no, no, it's not against the law because I drive all the time. No, it is against the law for you to drive on the highway. And why do I know this? Because the nature of the documents that you drive your car with, the driver's license. Now, if you were to check my formal my formal definition about this, you would probably not find it. I don't know why this is, but you know, sometimes the internet just revises things. And actually the formal the formal definition of a license is the permission to do something that is illegal to do. You've been given permission to do something that's illegal to do. Think about the James Bond movies, you know, License to Kill. You know, he 
killings against the law, and the government gave him a license to kill. That happens. I mean, that's that's really how it works. That's how a license works. You're given permission to do something that is illegal to do. So it's illegal to drive on a highway, but you are given a license to drive a car on the highway. You've been given permission to do something that's illegal. Now, this is the slippery slope that I worry about when it comes to when it comes to uh, registering guns. I don't think it would be smart to call it a license to carry a gun because then you just officially uh, vicariously, I guess, if that's if, the, if well, for lack of a better word, you've now made it the gun carrying a gun an illegal thing to do, which it's not because of the Second Amendment. There is no amendment that lets you to drive a car on a highway because that's illegal. But if you decide to form, and somebody could argue that one day, somebody could, that's the slippery slope you got to worry about. Somebody one day will might argue, well, see, you're, you know, years from now, because people are very forgettable. I mean, we, we forget things after a few years and we don't remember why we did this. They might go back and go, you know, years from now, they may say, you know, the reason why it's against the law to have a gun is because, you know, here you are, you're getting a license vicariously. You are saying that it's against the law. We we've, we've now announced, or we've officially made it against the law to carry a gun and it shouldn't be that way now. So it wouldn't be, we shouldn't be getting a license to do this. Although we should be requiring people to, you know, I don't know what you would call it, you know, just, Maybe it's just get your title and tag car or whatever. But the point is, you know, just registering a gun and letting the government know you have a gun, that's not in itself announcing that it's illegal. Well, we could run into a problem down the road if we try to say, well, let's give everybody a license to, to have a gun. You, and you do go through the same process that you do with a car. We cannot do that. See, because what's going to happen is somebody else is going to come along and say, see, it's really against technically it's against the law to have a gun because we had to give a license to have it. So that, that might, that might snub the second amendment. So you can't do that. Registering a weapon does not mean that we're taking your guns, but just remember that. So a lot of the things that we do with, with a car, we could do with weapons, with our guns. So I say we consider doing that. Because that would be more effective. We would be safer. I mean, everybody's screaming about the, oh, it's mental illness. It's mental. Fine. If it's mental illness, then let it be something that you have everybody come in and check on. You need to come in and show that you're not mentally ill, that you're physically able to handle a gun and show that you know how to handle a gun. If you do that, hey, you might even open up some jobs here, some government jobs, some cool job government jobs. Man, I would love to have a job like that. Just being out on the firing range with people and, okay, be that guy. Instead of the guy who sits in the car being kind of sarcastic every time you make a, uh, you know, you were supposed to stop there. I guess, it, I guess, you know, you know, you know, the, you know, you, you've been there. We've all been there. You get the sarcastic guy who's testing you in the car. Well, you know, gun, uh, I mean, probably because he hates that job. 
That's probably why he's like that. He hates the job. But man, a gun job, a job where you register people for guns and you had to take the formal test and the written test. I mean, that would be an awesome job to have. And that's just something I'm just spitballing. But bottom line is there's, I don't see any, the only thing I would say is we could go ahead and we could do all these things, which would keep the guns safe and keep people safe. I mean, that 18 year old kid would have never, never have been able to get a gun. He could not have purchased that gun if we had followed the same procedures that we follow when we register cars. He could not have done it. Couldn't have done it. And he would have never made it. Now, I'm not saying all 18-year-olds wouldn't be able to do it. I'm just saying this particular 18-year-old because all I had to do is red flag somebody who said, I mean, if he said he was going to shoot somebody, shoot a school, you know, boom, red flag. Now, I think he may have bought the gun before he said that, but, you know, there's always something messed up. You can always I mean, make them make them go to a doctor, make them get something saying that they're mentally mentally fit. You know, maybe these doctors know more than we do. Maybe the doctors know something. We don't know that he knows it until he comes in saying, hey, I want to get a gun. So it can be done. The question is, do we want to do it? Do we want to, I mean, when you really get down to it, it's just people who don't want to, who, who are so afraid you're going to take away their little toys. I mean, it's not about protection. I guarantee you, not one, hardly anybody who's ever done this is needed it for protection. I've been in my same house for 30 years, never needed a gun to protect myself one time, not once. It's here, but no, it's, it's not like I'm, I'm always going out wanting to play with them. Now, maybe that's the reason why I don't understand. It's because I don't get off on going out and shooting a gun and you know, just just for fun. I got it here for one purpose and one purpose only, and that's the only reason I need it. But as far as safety, as far as protecting our children, we could do this without depriving ourselves of the Second Amendment. Anyway, that's it for tonight. I'm Sergio. This has been The Logical Report. And remember, to think of others, help your brothers, and God bless you and God bless America, and good night.